You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Things things slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After after the quarterback madness of Monday, uh, really only one noteworthy deal uh, or, or piece of news from a dynasty standpoint. So let's start with that one, Matt. Okay. It's uh, it's Leonard Fournette back to the Bucks. You know, earlier in the week we heard the report that he was visiting the New England Patriots and. I think the first thought of that was kind of flashbacks to the Patriots' backfield uh, of years of years ago when we didn't really ever know who to start, and <laughs> yeah. of course with Damian Harris and and Ramondre Stevenson there, the thought of adding Fournette to that mix was was a scary uh, a scary one for dynasty managers. Uh, but instead, he's he's back with the Bucks. A three-year deal, twenty-one million could could go up to twenty-four million. I believe I saw. Um, definitely a good deal for Fournette. I I don't know if you know. I don't know if he was playing games with the Buccaneers or uh, just just trying to poke the bear a little bit when it comes to obviously Tom Brady's former team. But regardless, it works out for Fournette, works out for the Buccaneers. They had nobody in their backfield except Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, they needed Fournette, and, and he gets a good landing spot as well. Yeah, I, I mean, again, it's not massive news. I mean, it's going to kind of, you know, next week we're going to say Rob Gronkowski returns to the Bucks. You know, like, I, I, I expect these things after Brady came back. All these dudes are coming back, going to run it back, going to give a shot to win the Super Bowl again. They're a very good team. Fournette has really flourished there. I mean, he catches a lot of passes. He's clearly a number one guy. High percentage of the running back touches as a buck. Um, I guess the biggest impact of this, though, is guys like Brees Hall. You know, like, I thought that might be a landing spot. You know, I mean, the only spot in round one, maybe a guy like that could have fallen, or Walker, you know, that... Uh, all of a sudden, there's just fewer good spots for the rookies. Absolutely. That's one thing we're going to be talking about uh, later in the show. And actually, we can we can kind of get into it right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the running back, uh, the available running back spots, certainly for a starter, uh, are, are going quickly. Uh, as far as free agency goes, uh, really only, I think, Melvin Gordon is the is the main noteworthy name. Uh, the only guy left who you look at and think he could be a starter. And, and the only team I think that has a, uh, a glaring need is the Houston Texans. Right, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that Melvin Gordon wants to go there. I, honestly, I don't know that they, we don't want him to go there or we don't right, want, we don't to want him there, to go right. there. I don't think Actually, that I the might Texans... want him to go there so he doesn't screw up Denver or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, assuming Houston is, is glad to just run it out. I saw that they were, uh, they brought Marlon Mack in for a visit. I mean, you remember what they did last year with Burkhead and, uh-huh. and Mark Ingram and David Johnson, all those guys, all those retreads, retreads. honestly, I think they're going to do that same thing again this year. It seems, 
but outside of Houston having a clear need, you look at every other team. I guess I guess Atlanta wouldn't be a surprise. They did bring back Patterson. Maybe um, so much other things though. Right, right. I mean, can you think of any other situation, any other team out there, uh, where you would be happy to see Melvin Gordon or happy to see one of these rookie running backs who who we think are going to be impact guys, but the impact they really might have is hurting the value of somebody like. I don't know, Cam Akers, right? Yeah. Saquon Barkley, right? Uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah. You look at the names, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, um, Devin Singletary. These are these are players on, on a pretty wide scale or range there, but those are players we think of as pretty safe fantasy assets, at least in the short term. One of those guys or someone like them is going to get hurt when Brees Hall is drafted by their team or when Melvin Gordon signs with their team. Yeah, and Miami's the spot I wanted a top rookie to go to, and I think that's probably done. You know, I mean, I was hoping it'd be Mostert and Brees Hall, you know, and okay, I can get past Mostert, but now with Edmonds there, uh, they have other needs too. I don't think that's the spot that's going to end up being the, the home run for us. Speaking of Edmonds, though, I keep going back to the Cardinals because mm. I think you can't just say, Connor, you're the guy. I mean, I think that's nuts. I don't think that's an option at all if I'm in Arizona. You mentioned the Bills. I mean, they did try to sign McKissick. So maybe they're in the market for a guy like Cook potentially. I mean, a weapon. They, you know, I, I, yeah, they did sign. Uh, they did sign Duke Johnson. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I. I don't know if that's enough to not take a guy like Cook, but right. boy, I, I don't want to be a running back in this draft. Like there's there's not many landing spots for sure. Well, you're digging a little deeper with 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 Cook there with James Cook, right? Uh, right. I mean, when, when you're really thinking about these impact players, whether it's free agency or or incoming rookies, you're talking about three players. I think it's Brees Hall, Melvin Gordon, and, and Kenneth Walker the third. So looking at every single spiller in that group, I'm not a big spiller I, fan, but no, not at this point. Okay. Not at, I, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I kind of view him as closer to a day three pick than yeah, certainly than day one. I mean, maybe, maybe he's a, a late third rounder, mid to late third rounder. Um, am I going to be scared if he lands on, on my favorite running backs team? No, not really. Right. 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 Um, well, let's let's run through this here. This is a good exercise. Baltimore, Dobbins, and Edwards. Could you see them adding one of these players? Mm, maybe like a fourth rounder. Okay, yeah. not not one of the three though. Hall, Walker, Melvin. No. Buffalo. Singletary, mm-hmm. Moss. Now Duke Johnson. Does Moss even guaranteed to make the team at this point? No. You no, know, no, so maybe. Not. You know, on the cheap. Uh, Cincinnati, Mixon plus Evans and P. Ryan. I would say no. I was going to say yes, just because. Really? Okay. Because I think they've really killed their needs. You know, that it's hard to come up with team needs. I'm doing the huge 10,000 word document right now that I'm turning in tomorrow. And some of these teams that don't have major needs, maybe you look at it like, oh, we could throw. Uh, second round running back in the mix and not ask so much out of Mixon. I mean, they're going to land somewhere. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's had a better offseason than the Bengals right. in addressing their needs. Cleveland, Chubb, and Hunt. There's been no. some talk that uh, Kareem Hunt could get cut. If that, uh, assuming that does not happen, I think they're good there. I mean, Denver is the hot spot. You know, of course, Javante Williams, really not much else behind him right now. We like Mike Boone a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, in reality, they have. Uh, some need at least at least for some playing time we we like williams as the starter could they bring back melvin on a cheap deal certainly i don't know that they're using a a day two pick on on hall or walker though probably not uh we talked houston already indianapolis taylor plus Hines. i think they're probably set jacksonville etn robinson of course robinson's hurt um that front office could do anything so maybe it's tough to predict. Yeah, I mean, it would be a bigger back. I mean, it'd be a, a bruiser. Kansas City, Clyde plus uh, Derek Gore. Uh, Daryl Williams is is their guy, still a free agent right now. So uh, maybe it's a smaller move of just retaining him. Honestly, even though I'm I'm a still a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire believer, I mean, Melvin Gordon feels perfect for that team. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Even a, a round two Walker type, you know, I mean, the Keep Edwards Hilaire's a receiving back and Walker's the runner, you know. I mean I, I think about this all the time whenever I think about Chiefs and Edwards Hilaire. Like what if they were to draft a Jonathan Taylor? You know, the same round, they had their choice of running backs. I bet they look at that and say, Man, I know we're not gonna get a Taylor, but what our offense could be with somebody like that. Yeah. Good stuff so far. Let's continue this running back conversation. I got three teams you didn't mention though. Oh, uh, we're getting to them. Oh, we'll, oh okay. We'll, we'll get okay. to them right after this. Okay. Hey, everyone. It's a new year. So that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Uh, Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better. Uh, Built Bar makes it easier to stick with your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike some of the other protein bars that are waxy and chalky or taste like a chemical spill. Uh, you want to eat healthy, but it, it just gets so boring. But by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's all the chocolate? Well, Bilt Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, most Bilt Bars contain just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar and 4 net carbs, and 19 or 17 grams of protein. Uh, compare that to a candy bar, which usually has about 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. So here's an idea for your new year. Go to your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, in the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary, calorie-filled treats and replace them with Bilt Bars. So when you're craving a snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Uh, Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Bilt Bar, you can almost almost count it as a workout in itself. Uh, There's so many flavors to choose from. I mean, peanut butter brownies big in my house, raspberry, coconut almond, salted caramel, mint brownie, cookies and cream. My son kills cookies and cream. Many more. Uh, In fact, Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So go check out Built.com often to see what's new. Built.com. So here's what you do. Go to Built.com, use our promo code to get 15% off our order and your promo code is LOCKED15, LOCKED15, all caps, and that gets you 15% off at built.com. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. 
Make sure you're following Locked On NFL, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, our big news of the day is Leonard Fournette, and yes, that's that's it. That's the big news of the day. <laughs> Leonard Fournette stays with the Buccaneers, so we're looking at basically every other team, kind of a running back landscape here, and trying to find homes for the, the two impact rookies uh, we really like, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker the third, along with free agent Melvin Gordon, the veteran who's still out there looking for a job. Uh, we've run through about uh, about a third of the league. We're going to continue this exercise and see if we can find potential landing spots for these three, which honestly is going to be it's going to it's going to feel like a warning for those fantasy players because not every not every running back we like is as safe as we want to think. Mm-hmm. Chargers, Eckler plus Kelly, uh, Justin Jackson is a free agent. Maybe uh, uh, currently they've got. Uh, None of those guys would I call a bruiser or a short yardage guy or a four-minute offense guy. Me. Right. There was a, um, I guess, a fake tweet or a fake news report out there the other day that uh, that Melvin had gone back to the Chargers. And I have no idea what what the relationship there is like. But even though I'm a, a big Austin Eckler fan, I thought, I kind of like that. I kind of like that landing spot. I think it Not makes bad. sense. Yeah. Uh, and, and as I said, it ended up being fake. I assume there's zero truth to that. Um, but they're in it to win it. And, you know, if they, an Eckler injury could derail their season and Gordon is familiar and, you know, uh, Eckler's not going to be a workhorse guy, you know, so I, I thought that one's not bad. Las Vegas, Jacobs plus Kenneth Drake. Uh, you see, you see them making a move. I mean, they even have Brandon Bolden, which doesn't sound like much, but that New England connection with Josh, mm-hmm. it makes me worry. So I think not. Yeah. They don't have first agree. or second round pick, too. We talked about Miami. They've already added uh, Chase Edmonds along with Raheem Mostert uh, and, and still have the, the leftovers from previous years, uh, Miles Gaskin. Um, Hypothetically, though, what if Brees Hall landed there? I mean, those guys aren't that hard to overcome. Most are be hurt in week three. Yeah, I mean, I think right now, Brees Hall is the favorite to be the 101. Uh, certainly in single quarterbacks, you could argue even in super flex, he's, he's in the conversation at the very least. I don't think that would really hurt his value no, at all, no. honestly. I mean, I like Edmonds. We like Mostert, but you're still you're still thinking long term with, with the rookies. You have to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, New England, we, we already mentioned them with the uh, Leonard Fournette conversation. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, plus James White oh, so resigned. Three. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. No, Stevenson Jets. was good enough last year to, you know, he's yeah. in his second year. Yeah. Jets, Michael Carter, they hit on him last year. They uh, resigned yes. Tevin Coleman as well. You think the Jets could look at somebody? Kevin Tevin Coleman has like a, a, a potion he puts over coaches that they love. If they're anyone from the <laughs> Shanahan tree. But anyone that counts on him is bonkers. I liked Carter a lot more as a pro than I expected to. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I could see a, that being a pretty decent landing spot, honestly. All right. I, I'm Early with you back. on that one. Yeah. yeah, I think we could see some landing, uh, see someone landing there. So, I don't know if they would be in on on Melvin Gordon as much as yeah, grabbing God. one of yeah, these yeah. rookies. Yeah, yeah. I think a contender uh, wants Gordon. 
Right. So so Michael Carter, if you've got him, you know, beware. Right. Could be You're a not guy, out of the woods yet. Could be a guy who loses some value come NFL draft time. Uh, your Steelers, Najee Harris, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarland. They they haven't really been able to find the backup. Obviously, they're happy with with Najee. I, I don't think they're making a move for any of these three specifically. Um, they're on my list. I said I had three. I mean, okay, your boy Benny Snell isn't cutting it. All no, the backups no, no. behind Harris are not guaranteed roster spots. They won't use an early pick on the back. No question about that, but. Uh, a guy like Gordon, if it's a month from now and he's still out there and wants to play for league minimum, that would make perfect sense to me. Okay. All right. We'll watch that one. I don't think, um, barring some crazy news or, or, or development of them taking Hall or something like that, nothing's impacting uh, Najee Harris there. Uh, Tennessee, Derrick Henry. Not much behind him, really. What do what do we you think of? Uh, He's on my. The they're on my list too. Yeah. I mean, they they lived life without Henry last year. They realize how unbelievably important he is. Foreman is out of the picture, so I think that's a good and potentially obvious spot. You know what I mean? Like maybe obvious is the wrong word, but I mean I think that could absolutely happen. Well, we we did this. Years ago when Derrick Henry came into the league and he was playing behind uh, DeMarco Murray, right? And, and kind of had to, even though he was a prospect that, um, that we really liked, we thought of yeah, as, yeah. A first, as a first-round dynasty rookie pick, they dynasty play managers had to be patient. Yeah, yeah, right. And, you know, could they use, could they use a, a pick on Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker and, and, and basically round. have that player sit? For, you know, not totally sit, obviously, sure, but, but also not overtake a Derrick Henry in, in the 22 season. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. Uh, and to me, that would hurt the rookies value, uh, whoever landed there, more than it would hurt Henry. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, Henry, be fi- it'd still be a first round pick for di- your fantasy leagues, you know, for redraft. And you just got to wait your t- turn. But then the day Henry's out of the picture, you're loving it. Yeah. That's the entire NFC. I'm sorry, that's the entire AFC. Let's roll through some NFC teams. You already mentioned Arizona as a potential landing spot. It's James Conner, uh, you know, Benjamin there. Uh, I know you're not uh, necessarily a believer in him, so they could add someone. Uh-huh. Atlanta, I think, could certainly add someone, although they have so many needs. They may want to wait on running back Patterson, Mike Davis there for now. Carolina, McCaffrey, they already brought in. Deontay Foreman. They also still have Chuba Hubbard from last year. Yep. They've got to be done. Chicago should be done. Montgomery Herbert. They also signed Darrington Evans after Tennessee cut him. I think that whole division's done. They all have two. Yeah. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, Zeke and Pollard. Always a lot of talk about the Cowboys. Do you think they could make a move? (sighs) Jerry loves Zeke so much, but his contract is awful. I mean, they really, should cut him or get out of the contract. I don't think Jerry will ever go for that, but yeah, maybe. I mean, I think it's more of a fourth-round pick. Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift is the guy. Nope. Jamal Williams there as right. well. They seem pretty happy. You said that uh, NFC North should all be happy, Green Bay included, Jones plus Dillon, Rams, Akers, and Henderson. Possibly. I mean, they don't nope. have early picks. 
Right. They, they're not getting. They're not getting Hall or Walker because right. the, uh, their first pick is the. Uh, the it's a comp pick. The third. Yeah. Right. It, it's the comp pick they just got awarded uh, a couple weeks ago. So no real. They could certainly bring Gordon in rookies. a month from now, though. Too. That that would shake things up. Yeah. For sure. I mean, Acres coming back from that injury is as impressive as the comeback was in general. His play wasn't all that great, obviously. Right, right. Um, still time. We'll see. Minnesota, Cook plus Madison. Nope. Feel good there. New Orleans, Kamara, and Ingram. They've got bigger needs. I don't think they're doing they're anything. They're on my list. I thought maybe. Are they? Okay. Just. All right. I mean, Kamara's got legal trouble. No one ever brings up anymore. Ingram's an old man. Neither one of those guys is young. I mean, I'm reaching, you know, but I, I thought maybe. That's fair. Uh, we will finish up the NFC and the rest of the league looking for landing spots for these running backs right after this. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you guys about Athletic Greens. I've taken a multivitamin every morning 30 years. I mean, my whole life. And I'm very conscious of that sort of thing. And I heard about Athletic Greens, and I'm like, boy, if I add that with the multivitamin, I'm going to be in great shape. And I started a couple weeks ago, and it's really been good. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Athletic Greens has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that, you know, really get your day started right. And I absolutely think I have definitely more energy, more spunk, you know, everything's just a little bit, you know, quicker to on, on the radio and, you know, the way I talk and the way I react to things. And pull back curtain a little bit. I've had some digestion issues in the past and not lately. I, I think that Athletic Greens has really solved that. So I highly recommend it to all you guys. I mean, anyone that's really into your health, definitely take a look at that. Um, the thing about it is you can, you can scoop it in basically with anything and it still tastes good. doesn't taste like, you know, some of these green drinks I've had in the past that are just hard to get down by no means. Is it anything like that? Um, it also supports better sleep quality and recovery supports mental clarity and alertness. As I mentioned, I think I've really noticed that. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product alliterations and third-party testing. Again, I told you I'm a big multivitamin guy and I have been forever. Well, this is even better. Uh, it costs you less than $3 a day. I mean, so it, it really makes a lot of sense, too. Um, go look at even like their reviews. I mean, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, including one for myself as well. Uh, they also donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in 2022. So it's really a good company. Again, just please check it out. Um, so right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. Sure. Uh, it's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. I mean, I just take one while I'm surfing the net in the morning to see what went on in the football world. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network, all one word. That Again, that's athleticgreens.com NFL Network slash NFL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks so much. 
Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Be sure to check out tomorrow's episode when we continue to talk about the free agency news and impact. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Back to our running back talk. We were talking about Leonard Fournette back with the Buccaneers. Looking at the uh, available impact running backs, it's a short list, uh, depending on on how uh, strict you are with that definition. We're talking about Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker, the two incoming rookie running backs, trying to find where they might land in that late first or second round range of the NFL draft, along with the veteran Melvin Gordon, who is still looking for a home. We've gone through almost every NFL team. Let's finish that out, Matt. New York Giants. Saquon Barkley. Maybe. Nothing else behind him. Yeah. I've got him on my list as well, although they're another team that has so many needs. They probably are not spending a pick on uh, on Hall or Walker. Probably not, but could Barkley be a draft day trade? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yep. or... Good call. Could he be? And they a... do. They do have multiple first rounders. Yeah. I don't. They're both in the top ten, I believe. So they're. I would hope they're not using that pick on on any running back. But right. The Giants have been known to do that before. Yeah. Uh, what about the Eagles? Sanders, Gainwell. They bring back Boston Scott. It's almost decision time on Miles Sanders. I'm assuming. I mean, his contract's nearing an end. Him and I guess we should have said that with Jacobs too. Uh, with the yeah. Raiders. Yeah, I mean, you have three first-round picks. You might be able to get a luxury in the second round that you didn't think you could, you know? I think that's actually one I might put a bet on. Yeah. Seattle, they bring back Rashad Penny, Chris Carson. Sad is kind of up in the air. They also have DJ Dallas hanging around as a depth guy. I think it'd be crazy for them to invest in a running back. They need everything. I think it would be as well. I mean, they've they've certainly taken some heat over the years for using that first-rounder on Penny. Um, again, another team with so many needs, they can't spend on, uh, on Hall or Walker. And no, I'm sure Melvin Gordon has no interest in going there. San Francisco, Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon. They lose Mostert. Jeffrey Wilson is, I believe, still a free agent. So they could end up, uh, retaining him potentially. This would be a fun one for Melvin Gordon too. Even one of the rookies. I mean, I don't know that they would go down that road, but if they if somehow they got more picks for Jimmy, I mean, it sure seems like they hate Trey Sermon, and unfortunately, um, do you do you trust Mitchell to be the guy? They seem to draft one every year. Yeah, yeah, I'm, they're they're going to draft one. It's a matter right. of uh, of how early, I guess. Probably some I straight would... line guy in the fifth round that you know isn't real shifty, and you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd be a little worried if I was counting on Mitchell as as that uh, star running back over the next agreed, few years. Agreed, I'm, yeah. I'm not ready to do to do that. The situation in the team that we've been talking about, or that we started talking about, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Fournette back in the fold along with Keyshawn Vaughn. I think they could add a depth piece if they don't sign, uh, if they don't bring Gio Bernard back. I yeah. I, I... Wasn't sure if we were going to bring them up. I have Bucks question mark here as my last team to bring up to you just because do we know they're done? 
I would be wary. Again, they're in it to win it. Maybe a second-round pick on one of the rookies. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that for sure. Uh, Washington, Antonio Gibson plus J.D. McKissick. Uh, Jarrett Patterson, the rookie from last year, I like. I would would think no. So we've got a long list here of teams that could could maybe be interested. It seems like the ones we were um, most... uh, that, that we thought might be most interested, I guess I should say, in in a running back Buffalo. You know, Devin Singletary and Moss there. Uh, Kansas City with Clyde. Yeah. Edwards Hilaire. The Jets. Jets Michael Jets. Carter. Uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, we would not be worried about Derrick Henry necessarily. We'd be more about that rookie who might be stuck behind him for a year or two. Uh-huh. Uh, NFC teams. There were a bunch of them. Arizona, Atlanta. Um, the Giants, Philly, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, any of those could uh, could make a move specifically for a run, uh, a rookie running back, Hall or Walker. Um, and in most of those cases, I would be worried about the incumbent, about that veteran who is there. So if you've got Mitchell, if you've got Sanders, um, certainly Patterson or, or James Conner, their value could be hurting uh, in, in just – uh, just a few weeks. We're about five weeks away from the NFL draft, man. I love it. Yeah. I mean, teams like Arizona, the Giants, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. I mean, we know running backs are going to get hurt. I mean, they may land there, and you're one injury away from being a top 10 back, though. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Good talk. I do want to get your thoughts really quickly before we get out of here. Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen this quarterback carousel. We talked about about it yesterday with Ryan and, and Winston and, and Mariota finding landing spots. What's your prediction? Where do where does uh, Baker Mayfield land? Where does Jimmy Garoppolo land? Hmm. I mean, I really think there's only two seats left in the musical chairs, and that's Seattle and Carolina. Jimmy's not going to get traded to Seattle. I don't know that Baker gets traded, period. I think he might get cut. I mean, they don't have a lot of leverage. I mean, so... My guess is Baker to Seattle, Jimmy to Carolina. The Just to throw this one out there, I someone reported it. I don't believe it, but there was a report just an hour ago that the Steelers would jump all over Baker Mayfield if he got cut. I don't think that's true. I, I'm with you. I think Baker ultimately gets cut. A um, couple of reports about him. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, one that Carolina had no interest and Baker yeah, Mayfield yeah. had no interest in Carolina. I so I think we Seattle can cross early. cross that off the list. And that teams were asking Cleveland to add a pick to Baker Mayfield to take on that contract. We've seen that yeah, before yeah. with Brock Osweiler. So if that's the case, we kind of see where the value is for Baker Mayfield. And it's obviously not very good. Jordan Love in the equation anymore? I've heard nothing about him moving. I don't think so. I don't think I don't so think either. So. Right. I thought no. like Atlanta would be a good spot for him, or you know, give you a third yeah, or think, fourth round pick. I think he's probably stuck for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, the NFL draft always brings some uh, some surprising trades to the table. So maybe maybe it happens then. That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.